Hello, my name is Josh Carroll, Life Group's pastor at Fellowship Dallas. And today I'm joined by podcasters Richard Carey, training experiences and care pastor. What's up, Josh, man? Glad to be here. Chris Young, our Young Adults Director. Hey, Josh. Good to be with you, man. And Emily Harmon, our Route 45 Coordinator in our Kids Ministry. Hey, everybody. Today we have an important topic. It's praying with your kids. And Emily, you are the person that's working with kids constantly, taking care of our fourth and fifth graders, making sure they're all taken care of and teaching them how to pray. So we're going to go with you with the very first question. You ready for this? Okay, bring it on, Josh. All right. Emily, how important is it to pray with your kids? How important is it? Well, I would say it is uh, incredibly important. When you think about all of the benefits of prayer, it just always makes me ask the question, why would you not want to? Why would you not want to do that with your kids? You think about the different things you can do in prayer. When you're communicating with God, you're confessing to him. It's important for our kids to see that we're confessing. You're praising God for the good things that he's done for you. You're, you're asking God for help sending up petitions to God, you're connecting with him. So I just think it's so important to pray with your kids because they need to see that. They need to see that from mom and dad, not just from leaders in the church, especially in times that we're in right now where we're not able to be in church physically with other people. I think it's more important than ever that your kids are seeing that model from mom and dad, the impression that you're making on them. And I just think about uh, a phrase that somebody told me one time about the way that kids learn is that things are caught, not taught. It's going to make more of a mark the things that they're catching from you than the things that you're teaching them with words. So the idea is just to keep showing them, not just tell them they need to pray or, or um, telling them how to pray, but what are they catching from you? You know, caught, not taught, that whole mentality. So um, yeah, just so significant for them to have caught those things from mom and dad at home. Awesome. That's very, very, very true. I mean, I can think of looking at my teenage boys, and I know they've caught some dumb stuff from me and my parenting over the years, uh, but hopefully, you know, that other stuff shines through in, in prayer and faith and, you know, focusing just about everything on God shines through sometimes. And Sometimes I wonder, where in the world did that come from? Uh, but Melody and I just doing, doing our best. I think we all do as parents is our best. And I think one of the, the, the hardest things about praying with your kids is, like, what does it look like? Like, what, not only, like, what can, you, what can you kind of expect from your kids in prayer? If we have a false conception of prayer in our own lives and we try to teach somebody else, it can get messy. So what do you, what do you guys expect from your kids when you're praying or teaching them how to pray? Or praying with them? Honestly, I don't know that I have a lot of expectations from them. What I find interesting is, is what they teach me, right? I mean, we, we've, we have taught our kids to pray. We pray with them. We've modeled for them. Your kids are how old? Yeah, so we have uh, Isabel, who's 15. We have Roman, who is six. And we have Rhett, who is three. And what I found, especially in the last, I would say, six to nine months, especially with Rhett, is man, he, he's the one that really encourages me. 
because his his prayers aren't really about the things that he wants or needs in life. They're the things it's like, he's just thankful and he spends literally his entire time praying, thanking God for any and everything. Right. You know, like last night we had, we had dinner. And so he's thanking God for the dinner and he's thanking God for his, like every, he names us. He names every single one of us. If we hang out with, you know, family or friends, he's going to name every single one of them that night. Um, if he knows he's going somewhere the next day, he's going to thank God for that. And so he just has this very thankful heart. And so, um, you know, I don't expect that from him, but I've grown to appreciate that in him is that he is constantly thanking God for the, the little things in life. And so that encourages me. It challenges me because my, my prayers don't always look like just a thankful list. It's, you know, here's the things that I, I'm thankful for, but here's what I really need, God. And so um, he, he just encourages my heart to, to be thankful and have an attitude of gratitude, Josh. We love those catchphrases, churchy church phrases. Yeah, I want to add to that, Richard. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old, and the three-year-old doesn't really like praying out loud yet, and that's okay. I think he's still learning. He's still figuring out what is prayer. He's, he's got more to, to observe from us. But with my five-year-old, when she prays, I love the simplicity of it. It reminds me of the verses uh, several times where Jesus tells us to be like little children. You know, if we're going to enter the kingdom of heaven, be like a little child, have that childlike faith. And I am reminded of that when I hear my kids pray. Um, Audrey, she's only five. And so she doesn't have the vocabulary that adults have. We're really good at fluffing up our prayers. She doesn't know enough words yet to be able to fluff it up. And I love that because when she prays, it is simple, it is pure, it is honest, and it is so convicting. I learn from her just as much as she's catching from me and my husband when we pray. I think about, you know, the other day she said a prayer and it was, she prayed that we would move into our new house really quick and that she would find lots of roly polies today. And that was her prayer. It was so simple. But it was this idea of like, she couldn't put words to it, but she was anticipating moving into our new house. So that was exciting. Uh, and then a simple thing, God's creation, roly polies, that brings her joy. She didn't have a way to explain all of that. She just told God, those are the things that I'm, I'm hoping for. And it was so sweet. On the flip side, when she's hurt, it's also pure and simple and honest. She's been praying for a friend of ours who's had issues with their esophagus and and she prayed uh, that Miss Stephanie's throat wouldn't hurt anymore and that her brother Jack would just be nice to her tomorrow. And I, I hear her pray those things. It's so simple. And it's like, yeah, God, I want to start praying like that more. I'm learning from the five-year-old and being reminded that it's good to just be honest. We don't want our friends to hurt. And we don't like it when our brother's mean to us. And sometimes it's just good as an adult to be like, ah. That's refreshing. I could do better about just being raw and honest with God in some of my prayers. So love what you said there about learning from your kids as well, that childlike faith aspect. I agree. I think there's sometimes we think kids are naive, right, when they pray. And there's a naivety, but there's a simplicity to it. But there's also just a, a pureness and a clarity. Like you're saying, Emily, it's like seeing the world and seeing God's creation without the lenses of having to do taxes and without the lenses of having to deal with a bunch of junk. So being an example for us just to stop and, and think 
And uh, I think there's some times where I've judged my kids' prayers, like, come on, you can do better than that. Um, having this expectation that they need to be more theological or they need to be more serious about it. And that's just impeded relationship between me and my kids and messed with their relationship with God. Like God hears no matter what they're saying. Chris, you got really young kids. How do you start from the very beginning, right? From the very beginning, you got two little girls and, and one of them's barely speaking and one of them's speaking a lot and speaking her mind a lot. Um, how do you start from the very beginning, training your kids up in prayer? Good question, man. Yeah, five-year-old, one-year-old, both are speaking a lot now. Like this past six days, Madison has called them to talk and she can't stop now. So pray for us. But um, yeah, you start from, from the beginning. I, I love the Ephesians 6, raise up your child, rear them up, help them to develop in the ways of God. I think you just start them off by modeling in the house. If you're praying consistently, if they grow up in a house that is always praying, asking God's help, confessing to God, thanking God, uh, uh, telling God about himself to remind us who he is. I think as a kid grows up in that environment, natural conversations come from that. They begin to pray as honestly as they can see it mirrored from you as, as their parents. So I think, I think definitely modeling it and teaching it. So it's, it's a both and. You don't just tell it, but you also show it. And I think it's important as parents that we are honest with God and that we ask God to keep us honest, that we don't deceive ourselves. Because prayer time with your kid, with your children, is so precious. It's, I mean, it's, it's definitely precious with your spouse, too. With your kids, it's so it can be purifying because if you're honest during that moment with God and you're like, God, I need your help. I wasn't patient with London or with Madison. Lord, help me. I need your help. It is such a powerful teaching moment for them to witness that and see that daddy, daddy needs help too. Daddy's being worked on every day too. And it encourages them in their faith. Uh, so I hope I answered your question, Josh. Yeah, man. I, and I think it leads right into the next part of it. And I want to hear from Richard on this. Like, what's the most important thing you can teach your kids about prayer? I think Emily and Chris have talked about a little bit already is just um, creating this honesty, this vulnerability, but also, but I, I think also reminding them to fill their prayers with truth, um, right? Not just honesty, but like God's word. I think there's something important about us praying God's word. Uh, then there is the, the vulnerability side the, that you can share with God, your, your deepest, darkest struggles, your deepest, darkest pains or fears. And, and he is present and he is listening and he is going to answer your prayers and reminding them of, of his faithfulness. So those are a couple of things I think are important there. I really just love the idea of it being such a, natural part of what you're doing. It just should be a part of your day to day. I remember it being pretty revolutionary for me because it wasn't modeled this way in my house, but I was with a friend and we were driving. We were not driving. Her mom was driving us and I'll never forget. I think we were on the highway and we were talking. Her mom was in the middle of a story in the car telling us the story and she stopped everything she did because she saw an accident on the highway. And she just immediately dropped her conversation, 
and started praying out loud as we were driving over the people that were in that accident on the highway. And I had never seen that play out in my life before. And that to this day has made this impression on me that that is such a natural part of her mom's uh, just daily life. And her kids have grown up seeing that example that it is important enough to her to stop her story and give that situation over to God and pray for those people who were in that car accident in front of whoever was in the car. She didn't miss a beat because it was just a natural part of what she did. And I know that that was true probably for their day to day when they saw something and uh, they needed God's help or wanted to ask God a question, she would just give it over to him. And so I just thought, what a cool thing. I want my kids to see that about me, that I believe in God enough to know that I can put anything before him in prayer. It's just that idea of just constantly being in prayer. It can happen whenever. It can be a routine thing, but it can also just be a natural outpouring of whatever situations are going on around you. And so just kids being able to see mama believes that God hears her right now as I'm praying for those people in that car um, was just a really powerful moment for me. That's such a great point, Emily. I remember growing up as a kid. So we speak as adults, right? But I remember growing up as a kid. And I think a pivotal part, a revolutionary part of, of my life, and, and that I believe in Christ as a result, is seeing my, my mom, single mom, four kids in the house. She worked sunrise to sunset. And she would be weeping often on her knees and her spot. Right. And, and the door will be cracked in her room. So you can see in the door right through the crack, but you can see her on her knees. And she is she's just weeping and tears are flowing down her face. And that was a position and a posture she took often because she was tired and she didn't know what else to do. And there were bills that were due, but not enough money. And just me witnessing my mother praying to God, just me seeing it. It made me believe that whoever she's talking to has to be a real person has to be a, a living person. I want to get to know who that is. And so growing up, watching my mother pray all the time, and she would walk through the house, Lord, she would say this, right, about me and my siblings. I'm not sure who this person is, but can you bring back the other person? <laughs> I mean, God was such a physical person in our household as much as anyone else was. So just hearing God's name and how often my mother referred to him and relied on him. It's influenced me tremendously. And I tell my mother to this day how, how impactful it was. It's great, guys. Thank you guys for sharing those stories. I think we can pull away from that and hear that prayer is impactful when we model it in a powerful, powerful way. Uh, Emily's friends, mom, seeing that. Chris's mom, you know, Richard's talked about that too. And I grew up in a Christian household and every day I would wake up and I would go in and my dad would be reading the Bible and praying. And uh, at the kitchen table before work, I tried to catch him in there all the time. And, and he was very consistent. It, uh, it spoke to me about a seriousness of relationship and prayer that, that uh, starting your every, every day with that and starting a rhythm in your life that was so important. The next question I have for you guys is practically, practically, how do you teach your kids how to pray? And then you have to also consider different phases and stages in life, right? Um, I know my three boys are all preteen and, and two teenagers, and one of them's a high school graduate. What does it look like to teach 
your kids personally, because everybody has different kids here. What does it look like to teach them how to pray? What do you, what methods, practical things do you do? And then uh, is it working? Josh, we, we really just made it a part of our nighttime routine. I mean, every single night when we put the kids to bed, um, we are spending intentional time in prayer and, um, you know, for, for the boys, right. Especially we modeled that for a long and and now it's to a point now where we just, we can ask the question who wants to pray. And so, you know, it's funny that they have fallen right in line with how we, we prayed with them. So, you know, again, with Rhett, like he's going to thank God for every little thing. I use that nighttime routine to speak truth into my boys. And, um, I tell them every night that I, my, my hope for them is that they would be a warrior on the inside and gentle on the outside. So I want them to be boys who know God's word. They stand for God's word. They are honest men. Uh, there's, and there's more to it than that. Right. But just for now, that's kind of the understanding I'm giving them. And then I want them to be gentle on the outside. I want them to be compassionate. I want them to be sensitive. I want them to be sincere. I want them to love people. The other, the other phrase I use with them is that I, I want them to love God and love people because God loves them. And so those are like the, the phrases I use with them and have modeled for them. And so now it's cool to hear, you know, hear either one of the boys pray and they literally will go. I mean, that's kind of the routine is they will thank God for everything. And then you will hear them say, God help me be a warrior on the inside and gentle on the outside. And God help me love you and love people. And so what I'm trying to do there right now already, right at, at their young age is build into them identity and build into them. Uh, truth and phrases they can lean back on for the rest of their lives. And so, um, so we modeled it to begin with, and now I, we've kind of let them take over and there's certain nights, right. That I'll say, okay, you know, Rhett, I'm going to pray first tonight. I'm going to pray over you. And then I want you to pray as well, or, or you can pray as well if you want to. And so that's kind of how we, we run um, our prayer time together. That's so great, uh, Richard. Similarly, we have a nighttime rhythm here and it, it would include either a reading a Bible a children's Bible storybook, right? A story from that book or watching as of late uh, Superbook, which is an Amazon series about the Bible. And when we finish talking about the story about the Bible, I have some questions to ask, you know, London's particularly, you know, what's your favorite part about the story? You know, what does the story teach us about God, if anything? And what does the story teach us about us? You know, kind of thing. And, I think watch a super book or series like it, like Bible stories or reading the Bible and then talking about what it means for us today and, and then praying that like, well, Lord, thank you for, you know, securing life with you forever. Thank you, Lord, for giving your son just for me, you know, thank you, Lord, for forgiving me, you know? So I think Bible stories are very powerful tools that can open up a child's imagination and hit them at different levels and can lead into a discussion about, well, let's, let's, let's talk to God about this, you know, in our own lives. So that's one, one way we practically do it here. Yeah. So I love what you guys are saying about them hearing what you're saying about to your kids and praying with them, Richard, and just the things that you're, you're the questions you're asking your kids, Chris, as they're learning. And I think about the different phases uh, for preschoolers, they're all about wonder and what they're learning about the world and how God's made them. And for elementary kids, it's more about discovery. And so the way that they pray is they're still trying to learn things about God and trying to figure out, can I trust God and, and encouraging them to ask those questions. And then when you think about older kids, 
uh, like high schoolers and teenagers, a lot of it for them is that idea of what is my personal mission? You know, how am I starting to make an impact in this world? And so just affirming them and mobilizing them in their potential and, and just constantly encouraging them in that, in their prayer life, you know, continuing to ask your kids those questions and, and kind of prompt them in those different ways. So just thinking about the phases that they're in and just encouraging them in the way that they pray uh, is just really important just to meet them where they're at and what matters to them in the phase they're in. Yeah, Emily, that's so true. I can see that in my boys with a preteen and teenagers, um, just trying to figure out who they are, their identity. And then also, does God care? Right. Mm -hmm. That's one of the big questions. Um, they know I care. They know their mom cares. They know people around them care that love God. But just does God care and what is he, how is he going to use them, like you said, in their personal mission? And so building identity into prayer and then also uh, sneaking theology into it. I like to do that. I use prayers from the Celtic daily prayer we've done with my boys. Simple prayers like Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Uh, this day be within and without me, holy and meek, yet all powerful. Just these words that we get to talk about who Jesus is and we get to say them together. You can do the same thing with the Lord's Prayer. Um, those are kind of some of the things I've used. And I've also used those nights where we are just tired, everybody's grumpy, we're going to bed. I've prayed over them, and I've just asked them to say one word, right? Just say one word or one person you want to be praying for, especially during the season, the COVID season stuff that we're in. Let's just say a name of a person and, and give that as gauging their emotional level and seeing where they're at and trying to meet them where they're at in the whole prayer thing too. It's, it's a mix of craziness when you got testosterone filled boys and teenagers that are going through all those changes and trying to figure out who they are. I was trying to keep them centered and focused on God during the prayer thing. Hey, that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Richard, Chris, Emily, awesome, awesome stuff. Really appreciate it. Hope we can get you on more of these podcasts. Go ahead and check out uh, another podcast. We talked about praying with your spouse. We have several other podcasts with the difficult questions that are being released. Make sure you get a chance to check those out. We're hoping that not only will these be full of good theological things to help you understand prayer more, but also practical things that you can challenge yourself to grow and challenge the people around you. And we just appreciate you all being here. So in the meantime, keep praying and we'll see you next time.